You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hey, everyone. You're listening to the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about one of the most important nutrients there are. All the best foods that I love come from this nutrient. We're going to be talking about this because it is one of the most underappreciated nutrients there are. There's a lot of hype around it sometimes. However, a lot of people don't really know how to get the best source of it. And so we're going to be talking about that today. We are going to be talking about omega-3s. That's right. Now, a lot of people go to the store. They get like the big costco size bottles of omegas, uh, the big box store stuff. And you know what? Although there's a great deal on that stuff, it's a great deal for a reason. Guys, we, cows, we get what we pay for. And when it comes to nutrients and our supplements and what we're putting in our body, you want to put the best things in your body. So let's talk about it today. Let's understand really where omega-3s come from. What are they? Uh, what the heck are the symbols that they stand for, the, the acronyms? I mean, there's all this confusion around there. So there's basically three types of omega-3s. There's, they come in the form of DHA. EPA and ALA. So ALA, you know, that's found in like your nuts, seeds, and pasteurized animal foods, um, like dairy, where EPA and DHA are found in fatty fish like salmon and mackerel. So, you know, most of the time though, you want to focus on the omega-3s that are found in EPA and DHA because there's a lot more research on that and how that benefits your body versus the ALA, not as much, right? Now, obviously, God put that on our planet for a reason, the ALA. So, you know, obviously it plays its role, but for your purposes, for the average American, we want to make sure we're putting in lots of good omega-3s. So where do they come from? Where are some great omega-3 sources? Well, we're going to get into that. But first, well, I want you to help understand that there are a lot of medical problems that people have, a lot of dis-ease in the body caused by a lack of omega-3s and could be vastly improved or a lot of these things in case even reversed just by getting in good sources of fat into your body. So these include things like high cholesterol, depression, anxiety, ADHD, cancer, diabetes, inflammation, arthritis, infertility, um, IBD, which is inflammatory bowel disease, Alzheimer's, macular degeneration, skin issues like eczema and psoriasis. So the list can go on and on. Now, omega-3s have also been shown to support weight loss, healthy pregnancy, and athletic recovery, as well as, ladies, you're going to love this one, thickening hair and nails. So when we look at this, omega-3 deficiency is common in industrialized countries, like America, because of the excess use and consumption of omega-6s. So the average American has a ratio of omega-6 to omega-3, which is like 20 to 1, and it should be closer to about 2 to 1. So when this ratio becomes unbalanced, it becomes really inflammatory in our bodies, creates systemic, that means through your whole body, inflammation, which leads towards chronic disease. So when we have 
the omega-3 deficiency, you know, those symptoms are going to start to express themselves as poor memory, dry skin, heart problems, mood swings, joint pain, autoimmune problems. But you know what? When we look at it, most people, they're just getting their foods from really cruddy sources, you know, a large amount of processed foods, hydrogenated oils, um, and those even on vegan and vegetarian diets are susceptible to this because they're just not putting in the right foods as well. And so when we look at this, you know, when we look at an adequate intake of omega-3 is about uh, 1.6 to 2,000 milligrams a day. And, and that's, you know, depending on what study you look at, but you're, you're kind of in that range between about, you know, 1,600 to 2,000. I've seen even as low as 1,100, um, um, 1.1 grams or 1,100 milligrams of for women. But, you know, in the end, women really need better sources of fat than men, in my opinion. And that's just not my opinion. That's really a lot of research in there. In fact, a lot of women are having problems with their menstrual cycles and other hormone-related issues because they're not getting a lot of good fats because a lot of times our society just makes women think that, hey, you know what, we got, you got to be skinny. You can't have extra fat on your body. Uh, we got to have fat-free this, diet that, and it really creates a, a bad environment for yourselves, and then that leads towards a lot of, again, inflammation, right? It all comes back to that inflammation in our bodies. So what can we do to get that out, right? Now, I like to look at things, and I, I like to look at really the foods, right? Because instead of just going out there and getting a supplement and trying to just use that to improve your situation, you got to start with the foundation of how you eat. So you got to make sure you're trying to get it in through the foods that you're putting in your body. And that's where it all starts. And then if you are doing that good and well, then you can start to do the supplementation. Okay. So where do we get the food sources from? So when we look at that, well, number one is there is salmon, great source. Now this is all based on like about a four ounce with the meat, you know, this, so salmon is like 1.45 grams of uh, omega-3s. We look at sardines, the next highest, mackerel as well. Uh, one of my favorites, grass-fed beef. Uh, that has about 1.1 grams per four-ounce serving. So again, we get these in a lot of sources, uh, but a lot of times people just aren't getting them. And this is, when I mentioned those first ranges of the adequate intake, that's through the foods that we're eating, all right, now that's a, that's an adequate again. Now there's no daily value for omega threes; those they're different. Okay, so it's like an like a kind of like a minimum standard that we want to get. So I want to make sure I clarified that for you. But I, who doesn't love a great steak, right? And then also we look at flaxseed. This is a great one. So about two tablespoons is going to be about three point two grams of omega threes. So that's very high, right? But that's a good thing. Flaxseeds are amazing. You can put them in your smoothies. Um, you can do baked goods with that too. It's a great source. And then there's also chia seeds. About two tablespoons is about 2.5 grams. Now, one of my favorite desserts my wife makes for us is chia seed pudding. If you haven't had that, it's amazing. You know, it's really not much in it. There's chia seeds, almond milk, vanilla, and man, there's might be one other thing, but it's, it's something natural and healthy. I can't remember what it is, but like, it's like three or four ingredients and you just leave it in the fridge for like 30 minutes and boom, you've got this pudding and made of chia seeds. And Oh, I think she even puts like cocoa powder and you can flavor it how you want. So, I mean, it's amazing. Good source of protein, good source of omegas and, uh, hits that sweet tooth and there's really no sugar at all. In fact, there is no sugar at all. I think she puts a little bit of stevia in there and that's pretty much it. So try that out. And then we look at uh, another one, which is walnuts. 
Walnuts are great. You know, I'm not a big walnut fan myself, just from a personal taste preference. However, if you love walnuts, go for it. You know, I like to get it from almonds. I love almonds too. Almond butter is amazing. And then also uh, NATO, which NATO is from the Japanese culture. It's actually uh, soybeans that are uh, fermented. And uh, those can have a great source as well. But again, anytime we're doing soy, right, we want to make sure we get non-GMO, organic sources of that, and fermented sources is the key if you're going to do that. And then we'll also look at uh, number nine, which is tuna. So tuna is awesome. I love tuna. Um, Here's the thing, though. You don't want to eat a lot of tuna. You don't want to eat a lot of the big fish because it does have sources of heavy metals potentially. So you you just don't want to make that a regular meal and then a lot of grass-fed dairy has great sources like an eight ounces of grass-fed dairy has about a quarter of a a gram so like 0.25 grams but again we want to make sure we're getting this organic source right we're getting it free range and you're getting it raw as well because that's the real key there now it's not going to really matter what the amount of or affect the amount of omegas in there, whether it's pasteurized or raw, but it definitely affects the quality of the nutrients and how your body reacts to it as well. So really understand that that's key. So some of the top health benefits and why I really love the omega threes is just really how it just helps your body improve itself. You know, when my wife uh, was struggling with having her period, she just like wasn't getting that anymore. And, and it, it turned out because she was starving herself of good, healthy fats and as soon as we started to just reincorporate the good, healthy fats again into her body, well, guess what? Boom. Period came back, right? And so it just, it's so important for women. That's why I'm so, such a proponent for women getting in good sources of good, healthy fat, not starving themselves of that. So some health benefits also include uh, omega-3 heart health, right? So that's key in helping with heart attacks and decreasing the risk of that because it reduces the overall inflammation and omega-3 rich foods also help reduce triglycerides and LDL. So it helps with that cholesterol as well. Again, we don't want all this lower cholesterol to unsafe levels. We want a good source and actually a really a higher amount of cholesterol in our body, but we want it to be the right source of cholesterol, right? Um, Omega-3s are really great in, in cancer prevention as well. In fact, it's shown to like consuming two to three servings of seafood weekly Uh, is showing to decrease the risk of cancer pretty significantly. And then also depression and brain health. So your majority of your brain is fat, like 60% of it's made up of fat. And so when we look at that, high levels of EPA and DHEA help that communication process and reduces inflammation, which is going to also help slow down the aging process. So who doesn't want to slow down the aging process, right? Uh, But when they looked at that, it really, when the people are having and using omega-3s in the source of their supplementation really helps relieve depression, and it's really been shown to be very effective in that, and also things like Alzheimer's and dementia, and then obviously reducing inflammation. So one of the best cocktails for inflammation is just taking like 2,000 milligrams of omega-3s and 2,000 milligrams of turmeric, and that's like the, the inflammation buster right there. So I love that as well. And, you know, at the end of the day, when we look at what we're doing, what we're going to supplement with, what we're going to put in our bodies, you know, we got to start with the foundation, right? I go back to this every time. It's like, you got to start with the foods first. Supplements are called supplement for a reason because you supplement your food, you supplement your diet with those. And if you know you're not getting those things in, well, then that's when you do the supplementation. Or if you have other chronic diseases that you got to bolster your system with those omegas and you do that, right? But when you're looking at those good sources, you got to make sure it's a good source of omega-3. It's sourced from the right areas. It's 
it's free of the toxins and the heavy metals and things. And out of the main markets of omega-3 supplements, only about 5% of the supplementation that you get from omega-3s is actually pure, pure enough that it's not going to create other issues in your body potentially um, by putting the impure sources. So the really high price stuff is what you get in the 5%. The other 95%, this is what sold to the big box stores. Right? It's why you get the really good deal on the giant jumbo tub of omega threes. So really look at what you're doing. The fat, the fancy package on the outside is not tell the story. So make sure you're doing that for yourself. And the omega threes, those are something that I supplement with myself and my family on a daily basis. Even though we get it through the foods that we eat, um, it's just, you know, it's just something you don't want to sacrifice at all. Make sure you're getting those good sources. So until next time, remember your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.